Welcome to Living Life. You know, when I was a child, uh, my parents always wanted to know who my friends were. Uh, they wanted to know because they were concerned about what kind of influence they would have over my life uh, and what kind of things they were saying or negatively or positively that could uh, really cause me to go in one direction or another. You know, even as a parent, I was doing the same thing. And I do, even today, I still do the same thing with my kids. I want to know who their friends are. I want to know who's having an influence over their life because that influence can make all the difference in terms of the direction in which they go. Uh, let's take a look at the passage and see how this relates to what we're going to talk about. Second Chronicles chapter 24 verses 1 through 14. Joash was seven years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem forty years. His mother's name was Zebiah. She was from Beersheba. Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years of Jehoiada the priest. Jehoiada chose two wives for him, and he had sons and daughters. Sometime later, Joash decided to restore the temple of the Lord. He called together the priests and Levites and said to them, Go to the towns of Judah and collect the money due annually from all Israel to repair the temple of your God. Do it now. But the Levites did not act at once. Therefore the king summoned Jehoiada, the chief priest, and said to him, Why haven't you required the Levites to bring in from Judah and Jerusalem the tax imposed by Moses, the servant of the Lord, and by the assembly of Israel for the tent of the covenant law? Now the sons of that wicked woman Athaliah had broken into the temple of God and had used even its sacred objects for the Baals. At the king's command, a chest was made and placed outside at the gate of the temple of the Lord. A proclamation was then issued in Judah and Jerusalem that they should bring to the Lord the tax that Moses, the servant of God, had required of Israel in the wilderness. All the officials and all the people brought their contributions gladly, dropping them into the chest until it was full. Whenever the chest was brought in by the Levites to the king's officials, and they saw that there was a large amount of money, the royal secretary and the officer of the chief priest would come and empty the chest and carry it back to its place. They did this regularly and collected a great amount of money. The king and Jehoiada gave it to those who carried out the work required for the temple of the Lord. They hired masons and carpenters to restore the Lord's temple and also workers in iron and bronze to repair the temple. The men in charge of the work were diligent and the repairs progressed under them. They rebuilt the temple of God according to its original design and reinforced it. When they had finished, they brought the rest of the money to the king and Jehoiada and with it, were made articles for the Lord's temple, articles for the service and for the burnt offerings and also dishes and other objects of gold and silver. As long as Jehoiada lived, burnt offerings were presented continually in the temple of the Lord. Welcome back to Living Life. We're gonna be looking uh, today in 2 Chronicles at the life of Joash, 
Uh, Joash was a child king. His father died early on when he was about one year old. But his uncle and his aunt uh, kept him safe for about six years until he took the throne. Uh, his grandmother, uh, Athaliah, uh, was a very wicked uh, woman. She tried to actually wipe out the entire royal line. However, he was hidden, Joash was hidden by his uncle and his aunt for about six years until he was seven years old. So he was truly a child king. He was someone who was in need of good counsel, wise counsel, and good influence in his life so that he would mature as a king and be wise. Uh, so his uncle, uh, Joadiah, uh, who was the uh, chief priest as well, um, actually raised him, treated him just like a son, uh, and gave him good counsel. Uh, also, he, uh, he, he uh, had two wives which he gave to him, uh, and he had uh, many children from those wives. The most important thing, though, is, is that, that counsel and that good godly influence that he was receiving uh, from Joadiah uh, was very important with respect to his ability to rule uh, the kingdom. At 30 years old, which was about 23 years after he had first taken the reign, he decided to restore the temple. This was interesting uh, because by restoring the temple, he's, he's actually bringing worship back and making it central again. Uh, so he, in restoring the temple, he gathered uh, his uh, Jehoiada together with him and asked him, he said, can you get the priest to begin to have a tax collected for the temple from the people? Uh, and, that, and that temple tax would support the effort to restore the temple. Uh, for some reason, Jehoiada did not do that. And what happened at that point in time, I think, was a really interesting, um, mature, maturing uh, transition uh, by this child king who was now 30 years old. He took the lead and he imposed a proclamation uh, in which the people uh, would have to come to the temple uh, in the outer court and put money into a chest for the temple tax. So even though uh, the chief priest's uncle did not do it, he took the lead and made sure it got done so that the temple would be properly stored. Now, he paid carpenters and masons and all those who, workers who would be necessary for restoration of the temple. And the temple was restored uh, to its original design. Uh, the interesting thing the Bible says is that he did everything right in the eyes of the Lord. But while uh, Jehoiada was alive, so while he was alive, he was one, he was one of the, uh, we would say, good kings uh, because he obeyed God in those respects. And especially restoring the temple was something that was very important to the people because he was restoring worship again. The thing, the thing that we want to take away, though, from Joash is that uh, right influences and godly influences and the right kind of people around you do impact the way that your behavior, it does impact the way uh, that you walk and, and also impacts your obedience to God. Uh, and this is what uh, his uncle, and who's the chief priest, did for him in raising him. Not, he not only raised him to be a godly man, but he raised him to be a godly ruler. And this is what we saw uh, during the lifetime that Jehoiada was alive. 
Now, the thing for us, how does this relate to us? This relates to us is when we, when we walk this Christian life, we need to seek out those who are also walking this Christian life in the way that we are. We need to seek out those of our brothers and sisters who would be a, not only just a godly influence upon us, but someone who would be good and wise counsel to us as well. We need that wise counsel because there's points in our life where we're not sure about where to go, what direction to take. And even though we seek God on it, uh, God sometimes will put someone in our path to give us that wise and that godly counsel to say, this is the way that you should go. This is the road uh, that you should take. Um, in, in, jo in the case here with Joash's father being dead, uh, he relied upon his aunt and his uncle, who were those not godly uh, advisors, those who gave godly wisdom to him. Who's the person in your life who is bringing godly wisdom and good counsel to you? Uh, is it, is it a, someone that you know, a close friend? Is it your pastor? Uh, is it uh, someone else, a Christian brother and sister? There should be somebody in your life who's bringing godly advice and wisdom. Uh, also for accountability's sake, so that you have accountability uh, when you walk this Christian life. Uh, so this, this is really the takeaway for us in this passage with Joash. Joash ruled well, he started well. Uh, he was a, a good ruler. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. And the Bible tells us that when he restored the temple, that the temple continually had sacrifices always during the time that Jehoiada was alive. So when we consider this passage today, when we think about it for our own life, let's think about that person that God has sent in our lives to be our accountability partner and be the one who is to give us good, godly wisdom and counsel that we may walk in the way that God would have us to walk. Who's influencing you today? Is it the Holy Spirit who has sway and influence over your life? Is it someone else who's influencing you either in a positive way or in a negative way? Who's influencing you today? Today is the day if you're not being influenced to walk with Christ in a way that God would have you walk. Today is the day where you should repent and say, Lord, I want to walk in your way, and I want you to be my ultimate influence in this Christian walk. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity that you give us uh, to be able to walk rightly, to be able to walk in a godly way before you, Lord. I thank you for those who uh, you have placed in the lives of the listeners so that they can do that and to encourage them to walk that way. And it's in Jesus' precious name that we pray for all his bountiful blessings. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.